Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Welcome to MLB.com Extras. I'm Danny Wexelman with Mark Sheldon, who covers the Reds for MLB.com. Mark Sheldon, it is so great to talk to you today. How are you doing? Danny, my PIC, I'm doing great. It's great to talk to you as well. <laughs> that's right, that's right. Listen, I know you are in off-season mode, but there, there are still things happening in the baseball world. That little World Series thing is going on, and I'm wondering, do you have a dog in this fight? I don't really have a dog in the fight. Uh, I, I have great respect for both franchises. I like both their ballparks. I even like both their uniforms, so I, I really don't have anything. I guess for some ways you want the Dodgers to win since it's been since 88. Uh, but he also, you know, you know, one of these days Boston will catch a break and win, win something, I guess. But uh, I don't know. I, I just think uh, I, I like to. I just want to see a good World Series. If we could get seven games like the last two years, I think that'd be wonderful. Okay. All right. I like it. I like it. Uh, the series is heading back to LA um, as we speak right now. So the Dodgers will try to try to make it an actual series. Maybe try to get one or two at home and send the series back to Boston. So we'll see what happens there. But we are focusing on the Reds. Mark Sheldon and the Reds introduced David Bell as their new manager just this past Monday, and he's diving headfirst. There is no time for an offseason for him, right, Mark? Not at all. He is already immersed. Uh, he's he's looking at the roster. He's going over stuff. He's making contact with players. He's just, him and the front officer assembling a coaching staff. They're preparing for uh, what, what should be a busy offseason trying to improve the pitching staff. So there's a lot going on, and he's not going to be uh, resting. He did a full media blitz on Monday and Tuesday. So he is uh, immersed and ready to take on this huge challenge of trying to turn the Reds around. Yeah, so let's talk about that a little bit because there are, there are always – room there's always room for improvement mark that's so hard for me to say apparently there's room for improvement <laughs> everywhere um so when we look at the reds um how do we how do we make them a competitive team the nl central is is getting bigger and better and meatier um and every team is starting to bolster their rosters how do the reds stay relevant in this division It'll start and be, end with pitching and starting pitching mostly. They really did fall short in that area uh, the last several years, but I think last year was the big disappointment just because they were expecting so much from their young starters and really none of them materialized consistently enough to, to make them successful. Luis Castillo was probably the best one, but even he was up and down. And for David and the, and the front office, they're, they're really going to have to look and try to identify who can start, identify who's going to go to the bullpen, and, and then maybe look and definitely look on the outside and see who they can find either via trade or a front, uh, free agency. The, the Reds are committed to spending. And, and I think on the other hand, the, the, while the offense is pretty good and the bullpen's been pretty good, 
I think David will really need to continue what Jim Riggleman did, which was uh, kind of continue the idea of, of, of the, the attention to detail, the little things, being accountable. And uh, from what I understand, David is uh, very good at that in his previous uh, positions, whether it was a major league coach or as a minor league manager for the Reds organization. And he also had experience now managing an entire player development system with the Giants. So he's built up some credibility as a baseball guy. It's not just his family name and being a third generation guy from major league baseball, but he is uh, gained a, a reputation around the league for just being although quiet sometimes, but also being very direct and, and letting people know what he wants and when he wants it. Yeah. I mean, as I look at the free agency market, when it comes to starting pitchers, uh, Mark, I'm looking at names like Patrick Corbin, Dallas Keuchel, Charlie Morton, Lance Lynn, um, you know, it's a pretty long list here. I'm wondering what kind of money are the Reds willing to spend to get that starting pitching that they need? Yeah, the, the only word I heard was they were willing to sus- spend substantially more uh, than they have in the past on free agents. I don't know if substantially more will cover the likes of Dallas Keuchel or, or Patrick Corbin. That might be above the pay grade. But then again, you can look at, at pitchers like Wade Miley or Gio Gonzalez, now both on the Brewers. And, and, and maybe that, or, or a landslide, like you mentioned, and those guys might be more in their wheelhouse. The other thing going against the Reds is if you're a top of the line starting pitcher looking to go somewhere in the postseason and also looking to keep the ball in the ballpark and not give up a gazillion home runs, Great American Ballpark is not the friendliest place to pitch. So they're going to have to work a little extra hard and really sell this team as being not a rebuild and being a little closer to contending than, uh, that people may think, and they're going to have to really uh, entice a pitcher to come here as a free agent. Mark, when you look at what the Reds were were able to do last year and take some positives away from it, who's a guy or two that Reds fans should be excited about for next season? Well, the one guy that I think everyone wants to see and is, should be excited about, even though he had a really injury-plagued uh, 2018, was the top prospect Nick Senzel. In some way, in some position, somehow, he is going to be in the big leagues if he stays healthy. Uh, he's recovered from his index finger uh, surgery only to have uh, needed bone chips removed from his elbow just as he was learning the outfield in instructional league. And um, I think once he fully heals from that, if, if he can show that he can stay on the field, it's going to be uh, a nice addition for them somewhere, whether he's in left field, if they can find a spot for him at in the infield somewhere, or if he just roves around and, and just, they just find a way to keep his bat in the lineup. Uh, that's one guy in the major leagues. That's a guy that we've seen a lot lately. I really think it could be a big year for Jose Peraza because he, he kind of against a lot of skeptics who didn't really think that maybe he could make it after kind of a really rough last year in 2017. He, he really did step up in 2018 and uh, really started hitting and became more of a selective hitter. And he got on base a lot more. He drew a lot more walks than he had in the previous season. And his defense, while it's still a work in progress, he definitely showed improvement. Mark, I, I want to get your thoughts on this. So um, Alex Cora, manager of, of the Red Sox right now, trying to take his team to another world series. He's kind of been preaching um, about putting the ball in play and kind of taking baseball back to its roots, not necessarily where everyone is relying on the long ball and the strikeouts are up. He's preaching that when we have men on and we have two outs, we're still trying to get a knock. It doesn't necessarily have to come by the home run. And I wanted to know what you think about this. Do you think that baseball next season can kind of maybe get back to that? Or are we still going to be stuck in this launch angle home run moment that that we're having for a while? What do you think? 
I have a feeling I agree with him, but I have a feeling it's going to take a little while before the trend stops and, and, and maybe reverses a little bit. I, I, I remember way back when I covered the twins, Ron Gardenhire used to, I mean, he was an old school guy would go really crazy because he would say, if you strike out and don't put the ball in play, you don't have a chance. And even if, you know, you don't want to ground out of obviously if you can help it, but even with, if you have a runner on second base and you need to get him over to third base with less than two outs, a ground ball to the right side will work. Striking out doesn't work. So I, I can see it from that point, and I've seen a few times this postseason where there's been runners in scoring position situations, and uh, the the batter will strike out for the final out and not even put the ball in play. Sometimes not even take the bat off his shoulder. So I think, I think for fans, I think they want to see the ball put in play. Obviously, home runs are very attractive, but I think the the launch angle thing may be, you know, something that is been overemphasized as, as a way of beating the shift, perhaps, or other stuff. But, but Joey Votto has all said that he's always kept his swing. He hasn't bought into the launch angle uh, craze, and he he still does his thing. And even though he had less home runs this year, he's still a pretty consistent hitter. Yeah, I, I mentioned that only because you wrote about David Bell. We were talking about him, new manager, and just his his standpoint on analytics and, you know, whether or not he thinks that a starter has to go five or seven. And, you know, he says that, you know, there's history, but, you know, you don't have to – make them go that long. So I, I'm just kind of interested to see, you know, where the Reds and where other teams will take this next year. Uh, because I, I thought it was pretty bold of him to say that, and especially with the amount of home runs that the Red Sox do hit. But uh, just the way that baseball is going, and, and now you've got a new manager at your helm, and, and to see which way he, he tries to take this team. So I'm excited to, to watch and see, Mark. And I know you are, too. You're covering this team. You know them better than anybody else. Uh, so we're going to have a lot more conversations come this other season heading our way. Yeah, I, I think he's definitely a guy that is like the way he put it is the, the great thing about the, the analytics is that they, you are getting facts. There's there's no I mean, you can sometimes massage the numbers one way or the other. But for the most part, they're facts. He's going to use his eyes. He's going to use the data and he's going to try to come up with the best decision and not be reactive. He's going to try to be proactive and, and be ahead of decisions and that's you know one of the things that managers have to do, and I think he's also loves the idea about analytics because you can you can track energy and you can see which starters are and which pitchers and which players are better and when to rest them and when they're you can get the most out of them. And I thought that was pretty interesting too. So I, I'm really curious to see how he he makes it all work. He's definitely for fans that were worried because he's a Bell and comes from the Gus Bell Buddy Bell background. I don't think he's as old school as people will think. I think he's going to embrace the the methods of the new way, but also have a have a respect for, for the gut and the eye and, and what's been done before. All right. I like it. I like it, Mark. Listen, I really appreciate your time. You are a wealth of knowledge, and I love chatting with you. I always love chatting with you, and I look forward to doing it again. All right. With Mark Shelton, I'm Danny Wexelman. Thank you guys so much for tuning in.